This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Uh, first of all, I have three dogs. I love those dogs. I'm sure you love yours as well. Though it's possible, I guess, that your dog is terrible and you don't love your dog. I mean, it's not, I don't know your dog, so your dog might be awful. But I will say, if you love your dog, you want to give them Rough Greens. Um, you want to have them eating in a way that's going to contribute to their happy, happiness. Uh, President Miles uh, is, is one of my dogs. He's 17 years old, I think. And that means he's very old and he does not move around much, but he still cranks it up from time to time. He gets the zoomies going a little bit. The zoomies are a little slower than they used to be, though. But that helps an, even an old dog like Miles feel better, which is fantastic. Rough Greens isn't a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on top of the dog food. And it's filled with vitamins and minerals, probiotics, and antioxidants. And those, watch it there, Pat, if you don't mind. Uh, <laughs> Pat says hello. Just go get Rough Greens, will you? I mean, go get Rough Greens right now. Uh, you can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay is shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Becker. Call 833-GLEN-33. 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Call today. Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. <sighs> just nothing to talk about. It's the thing. <laughs> I had the and same problem prepping nothing. for the show today. Yeah. What do we talk about? I don't know. It's just really hard to figure out something because everything's so quiet it's right now. It's summer. Yeah, People are yeah. going on vacations. Remember when that used to be the case? Yeah. <laughs> there used, used to be a downtime. once in a while. There was some downtime. Uh, not now. And uh, we'll get into some of that stuff. Uh, seems like there was some kind of ruling on Friday. And uh, we'll get into that and much more in about 60 seconds. Commodity prices, the war in Ukraine, supply chain chaos. That's all continuing to impact inflation. And you can count on that going forward for quite a long time. Everyday items are continuing to cost us more. And interest rates will rise again because of it. It's extremely important for you to take care of your debt right now as much as you can. You need to find more ways to save more. And one of the best ways that I know about is to take, I don't know, 10 minutes out of your day and give American Financing a call. They can give you a free mortgage review and let you know what options you have available. American Financing has been America's home for home loans for over 20 years. And their mortgage-based consultants can work for you, not the bank. They can talk to you about things like your home equity, create a custom loan that puts you in a better financial position, and they're currently saving customers up to $1,000 a month. 
and they never charge upfront or hidden fees. Why not see what they can do for you? What's the risk? Call American Financing right now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Welcome. Uh, Glenn's on vacation this week. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, the row ruling actually came down while you guys were on the air on Friday, right? Yes, one of our favorite things. Yeah. The, that every single Supreme Court release of opinion <laughs> happens during hour two of this program. So, Pat, we've had many memories over the years of this happening, like the Obamacare uh, oh, decision yeah. uh, mm-hmm. happening live on the air it's every single time. And by the way, today is no exception. We will have Supreme Court uh, opinions coming down in our hour two today as well, there's still a few big ones out there. I mean, it, mm-hmm. obviously the Dobbs case for abortion, Roe versus Wade being overturned is is going to be the marquee thing for God only knows how long. But there's a huge mm-hmm. case uh, with the EPA and the administrative state is on trial basically in that one. And that one may be more, uh, more uh, specific to everybody's life, right? Like that's one that can affect everyday life where this is a case basically questioning whether these, you know, administrative state apparatus can just do things on their own. You know, can they just, what if they want to regulate CO2 emissions on their own? What if we let them do that? Why pass a law? Let's just let them do it. That whole thing is on trial right now. And that affects every aspect of our lives. I mean, this, this country has been completely remade from what it was supposed to be Mm -hmm. by these, by the administrative state. And so that is, that's a big one. There's one big one on religious liberty. There's a huge one on the border coming up about the remain in Mexico law. We could get all those today. I think there's eight remaining. So we will have those in hour two of the program. And probably, I, I don't think we'll get eight in one day. They'll probably announce another decision day this week, but that's coming up today as well. The Dobbs case, though, is still, uh, it's not a one day story, <clears throat> Pat. <laughs> no, no, especially with the reaction to it. Yeah. Uh, did you, did Biden speak in time for you guys to uh, play his thoughts on Friday? I talked about it on Stu Does America um, on my show, which airs at, uh, later on in the day here on Blaze TV. But it, I don't think I don't think it happened during the show. I think it was right after it. Yeah, here's uh, here's what Joe um, had to say about about the ruling initially. Today is a uh, it's not hyperbole to suggest a very solemn moment. Is, yeah. Today, yeah. the Supreme Court of the United States mm-hmm. expressly took away the constitutional right from the American people. No, no, no they didn't. They had it no, already they did recognized. No. They didn't limit it, they simply took it away. Mm-hmm. They didn't no, take they, it they, they didn't done. take it away. It wasn't the right there. so important to so many Americans. Mm-hmm. But really? But is they it? did it. Mm. They did it. It's a sad day for the court and for the country. No, it was a great day. 50 years ago, Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. was decided and has been the law of the land since then. Oh, wow. This landmark case protected woman's right to choose, mm. her right to make intensely personal decisions with intensely her doctor, personal. Yeah. free from, inter- from the interference of politics. I don't know what word that was. Reaffirm basic principles of equality. Mm-hmm. Oh, the women quality. have the power to control their own destiny. Mm, that's and it reinforced a fundamental right of privacy. Oh, no. The right of each of us choose how to live our lives you don't have the privacy to kill human now beings. with rogue gone <laughs> well if you do private let's be very clear <laughs> no it's still the no. health and life of women in this nation most murders now happen in private. at risk really yeah 
the mm -hmm. chairman or ranking member of the Is that Senate why they always make Committee. the distinction public execution? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, that's like, as ab States. that's the abnormal way of doing I've it. I've right. this case carefully. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've overseen more Supreme Court confirmations than mm. anyone today. Oh, so this is your fault, this case bastard. was always discussed. Mm -hmm. It was. I believe Roe v. Wade was the correct decision. No, you know. As a matter of constitutional law you and said it before. of the fundamental right, right to privacy and liberty in matters of family uh -huh. and personal autonomy. It was a decision. Uh, which you don't have with the vaccine, matter. by the way. No, of course not. a careful <laughs> balance between a woman's right to choose earlier in her pregnancy <laughs> and the state's ability to regulate <laughs> later in her pregnancy. Right. A right. decision with broad national consensus. No. The most Americans I mean, of look, you could describe... Hold on, stop. Yeah, stop it. You could describe abortion a lot of ways. Arguing there is a broad national consensus is not one of them. No. That is not That's, a good... A it's not a good summary. It's just a lie. Right? This is a very divisive, divisive issue. It's one that I think the other side is completely insane on. I mean, mm -hmm. frankly, I I can't even understand the arguments most of the time. They're so stupid. However, I can even acknowledge there's not a national consensus on abortion. No, there's, there's a not. lot of disagreement. I mean, there's a national consensus basically on certain aspects of it. Like, for example, you shouldn't have it in the third trimester. There's basically a national co co consensus that the stated platform position of the Democratic Party is against the consensus. That we could be clear on. Mm -hmm. Other than that, really, there's not much of one. Maybe on life of the mother. I mean, life of the mother, even in all these states yeah. that are you know, banning abortion like Texas... There's still an exception for life of the mother that was in there. That was basically in was in the Kavanaugh concurrence mm -hmm. that, you know, it signified, look, if you go after life of the mother, we're not going to rule on your side on that. Like, I mean, there, that one seems to be the one that there's pretty much consensus on, I guess. But not a lot of aspects of abortion. There's consensus on Pat. No. That, that is true. And, you know, even he is at odds with himself. Yes. From, from 16 years ago. Here's what he said back in 2006. I, I do not view abortion as a uh, um, as a choice and a right. I think it's always oh. a tragedy, and I think mm -hmm. that uh, it should be uh, rare and safe. And I think mm -hmm. we should be focusing on how to limit the number of abortions, and they ought to be able to have mm -hmm. a common ground and consensus as to do that. <laughs> is that amazing? Um, Two thousand. You know, he doesn't 19... look at it as a right. That's amazing. If that was a clip from nineteen eighty-two. Yeah, which, by the way, he was right. still, you know, in, in public office then. Uh, maybe you could maybe say, say okay, all he, right, he it's changed over time. Two thousand six. Yeah, that's amazing. I didn't realize it was it that is. recent. I had heard that clip. I didn't realize it was that recent. That's two thousand six. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, and you know, I I want to ask you this, Pat, because I was thinking about this over the weekend. There's so much to think about in this case, and we could talk. We could honestly talk about this the whole time, I'm sure. But would this? Could this have happened? in the era where Democrats sounded like that. Like when Democrats were pitching the safe, legal, and rare thing, mm -hmm. when they were saying, look, it's always a tragedy. This is a essentially a necessary evil, was their case. It's right. a terrible, terrible thing. We all hate it, but gosh, sometimes these circumstances require it and we wish they didn't. Now, now, now it's, it's like it's an amusement park. Yeah. Abortion is fun. It's fun. Shout it. Shout uh -huh. your abortion. We yeah. went from the safe, legal, and rare era to the shout your abortion era, yeah. and we see how well that worked for Democrats. Not I, very well. I, I think that that's 
part of what caused this. I think so too. And I, I think they played their hand. Uh, they overplayed their hand. Yeah, and it went the other way on him. Now Be- the pendulum swinging back the other way because of some of that craziness. You could argue that's why Trump got elected in the first place. Right. You could argue that was why Republicans were more apt to go along with justices who were who they were really confident would overturn Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. I think you can argue. You know, remember. Republicans had enough justices to overturn this in place many times. And the reason why it didn't happen was because of people like Anthony Kennedy, who who would flake at the last minute right. and decide, oh, yeah. well, we've got a compromise position. Uh, you know, Casey is uh, terrible. I mean, both Roe versus Wade and Casey versus Planned Parenthood were terrible decisions. Yeah. And a lot of it, mm-hmm. especially Casey, seemed to be fueled on this. Well, we can't really shake things up that much. You know, we, I don't think it's right to shake things up that much. We've obviously seen that sort of behavior from John Roberts. We even saw it in the Dobbs uh, rule, uh, opinion. And I think... Yeah, he just wanted he wanted the narrow ruling. Yes. Right, just on Dobbs. He didn't want to rule on, on Roe v. Wade. Yeah, if it was up to him. And again, he even... He essentially says in his concurring opinion, yeah, these guys are pretty much right, but uh, it seems mean. You know, it seems a little upsetting, and I don't want to be mean. I mean, it really does seem like he he even is clear how bad it is. So his opinion would have been, okay, Mississippi can keep their 15-week thing, right? Yeah. We're not going to overturn Roe yeah. Wade, but 15 weeks is rational, and there's some sort of rational position. He wanted to do essentially what Casey did, which was come up with some new standard that, as, as uh, Alito pointed out, Neither side in this case even asked for. It wasn't just like it was the conservative side saying, hey, let's get rid of this. And the liberal side was saying, ah, let just 15 weeks or give us some other new standard that we can all work with. Mm-hmm. Roberts just invented that himself. Right. He's like, what if I what if we do this? Which and is, that's what he does. That's what he does. Right. He's, he's done terrible. it time after time. He did it with Obamacare. Mm-hmm. He's he's done it multiple times. He's mm-hmm. agonizing. He really is agonizing. But I am still shocked. You you and I have said many times, there's no way they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. <laughs> yes. There is no way no that's going to happen. This court will not do that. Do you have any confidence this court will do it? No. Nope. I don't have any confidence this will do it. The Democrats all thought, yeah, oh, they're going to. And they they were right. Fortunately, turned out they were right. Uh, the one time I will be very <laughs> pleased to admit yes. both they are right and I was wrong. I did not think I'd ever see that day. No way. Nope. Especially not right now. I mean. And to, I, to be clear, in some ways, the same things we always worried about, one of the conservative justices flaking, occurred. It occurred with Roberts. Yeah. Who didn't go along with this. And it sort of occurred with Kavanaugh, yeah. who wrote a concurring opinion that basically said, eh, I don't know. I mean, I'm going along with this, but it's, I'm a little wishy-washy on it. You know, it, like, it almost didn't happen this time. Right. But thank God it did. Thank well, God. It was, it, it was 6-3 on Dobbs, right? Yeah. But 5-4, I think, was, on overturning Roe v. Wade. Yeah, the, the way they, they say 5-3-1, essentially. Like, it, it, when it comes to Dobbs... It, it, they, he went along with it, but uh, he did not want to overturn Roe versus Wade, which is incredible. He's, uh, he's terrible. And it's incredible terrible. to step back at how many times Republicans missed with these with these Supreme Court justices. I mean, they just missed and no. missed and missed and missed. All of them missed. Yeah. The only person you'd say, 
we don't have evidence of them missing on this particular case is Trump, right. who seemingly went three for three, or at least got three for three on three this. Three home runs. And he pointed that out. Oh, yes. Obviously, on Friday. He pointed that out. And he's right. He's right. He deserves a lot he of credit. He deserves for a lot of credit. Especially now, a be- lot of people have fought for this for a really long time. Yes. But President Trump deserves a lot of credit for it. He this. deserves a ton of credit for it. You know, he said he would come. And, and interestingly, he said he would come in and pick off a list of 21 Supreme Court justices, basically hand selected by the Federalist Society. And so the Federalist Society also mm-hmm. deserves a lot of credit on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's interesting. He picked Gorsuch from that list and then expanded the list. So his other two picks, both Kavanaugh and Barrett, were not on the initial list. People forget this. He did not actually pick all three justices from the list. He picked one justice from the list. The other two were expanded. And the belief is, particularly with Kavanaugh, that Kennedy was just not going to step down unless he had the guy he wanted to step in uh, for him. Anyway, uh, long story short, he picked three. And they were all right on this one. And honestly, like, we could talk about elections. We could talk about future appointments. All of that, none of it, I mean, like, Kavanaugh could suck from here on on out, and it would be disappointing, but the fact that this mm-hmm. came through is already Trump's legacy, right? It's already right. done right. now, which is huge. Uh, you know, look, people, and we bash him all the time, and we sh- also, Mitch McConnell deserves credit for this. Yeah, because he, <laughs> he does. He delayed that, for which is why they call it illegitimate, illegitimate yeah. Supreme Court. Why? Because they waited for the next... Pre- that No, it's perfectly constitutional. Yeah. They they did something they're perfectly within their rights to do. You're, ta- you're talking about did. the Merrick Garland oh, Merrick delay. Garland delay. Yeah. yeah. Now, waiting until Trump became president. And that's part of it. He waited until Trump became president, which gave us Gorsuch. I, although I will point out, the Republicans held the Senate at that time. So even if there was a vote and he didn't hold the line, uh, that's true. they likely would have rejected whoever right. it was, which would have been okay. But I mean, he also pushed, through, you know, he got all three of these through the Senate. You know how shady the Senate can be at times. Very. very small majorities. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They got them through. And then the third the third name we really need to give credit to, Pat, is Harry Reid. Because without Harry Reid upending the ju- judicial filibuster in 2013... Right. Now, they wanted their power then, yeah. and this is a good lesson yeah. for Democrats. You want to grab power however you can. Elizabeth Warren's asking for packing the court. Think of how this feels later on. Think of it, because you grabbed power with no justification, and this is how that story ended. <laughs> exactly, and people forget that part of it. Yeah. All right, 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute. You know, the sooner you switch to Patriot Mobile, the sooner you can start paying less. And I mean way less than what you're paying right now with your major mobile company. There's no reason to pay out the nose. And you know how we're always telling you that the major mobile companies donate a portion of your bill to leftist causes. A portion of them uh, right to this particular issue against the pro-life cause. Well, Patriot Mobile doesn't do that at all. In fact, they donate to conservative causes. Wouldn't you rather get behind something like that? Patriot Mobile has plans to fit any budget, and their 100% U.S.-based customer service support team uh, gives amazing personal service. Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, and our veteran and first responder heroes. If you're paying too much for your cell phone service, make the important switch over to Patriot Mobile today. You can call uh, them at 972-PATRIOT 
or go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. Veterans and first responders save even more, so make the first uh, make the switch today between the left, the media, the rhinos, everything. We need to stick together. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, or call 972-PATRIOT. It's 972-PATRIOT for Patriot Mobile 10 Seconds Station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, there were some protesters over the weekend, and some of them were making incredible points. Here's a lovely young lady with a uh, message about her uterus mm. holding up a sign. Um, and, it, and I believe it says, um, for those just listening on radio, if my uterus shot bullets, would it have more rights? Oh, God, we have to talk about this point. The left thinks uh-huh. this point is really good. <laughs> and it is. There's no way your uterus can shoot bullets. Well, that's true. So that's I've a got, good point. Yeah. That's a really so, good point. It's kind of a moot It's a bit question. moot. It is a bit moot. Yeah. It is a bit moot. But yeah. there is a, there's a, this is a version essentially of a very viral tweet that went around that said, uh, now women have less rights than guns. <laughs> and like, you know, 500,000 retweets. And you're just like. Guys, do you understand how dumb you are? I mean, I'm, I'm not, I know you can't figure these things out, but I'm curious yeah. if you're just self-aware enough to realize how stupid you are. How, <laughs> how that were. point does not... We should get into this point. We should yes, take on should. this particular point. Yes, it's, and we will. Oh, good. And we will. Because there's so it's so many people... You, you get to these things and you're just like, gosh, you know, these. this isn't a game. They really think these are good. these are good points. They do. That's fascinating to me. It's inconceivable. It's inconceivable. But is a, they do. That is a perfect word. And <laughs> yeah. I might not think, I might not know what it means. You know, in the in the princess bride sense, I may not know what that word means. <laughs> I keep saying that word, <laughs> you know, right. and I may not know what it means. Yeah. It is in the heart. Right. I don't think it means what you think it means. That's very possible. <laughs> Where I am at this point. <laughs> I know. Because it does not seem plausible to me. That half the country could believe such stupid things. Again, some of the stuff we yeah. just disagree on, but some of it is just idiotic. The ignorance that you see online right now oh. on the social media. Oh, gosh. oh my gosh. I pulled a full, a full out Pat Gray this weekend. I said, you know what? <laughs> Nothing good can come of me being on social media. That's very this true. Nothing good. Mm-hmm. Nothing good. I, th- there's going to be a lot of people who I currently like that I will no mm-hmm. longer like. Mm-hmm. Right? I will have family mm-hmm. members I'll never talk to again. Right. I will have friends. I, I had friends who were like, if you are pro-life, unfollow me. I know. Like, and I'm just oh, like, you geez. know, what's, why would I, why would I go on? Why would I bother? Why would I subject myself to it? What good could it possibly do? Really true. It really, no good at all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't help. And and uh, you know, there's a long there's a long battle ahead of us. I'm trying to keep my head straight here. The Glenn Beck Program. So guess how many data compromises have already happened in 2022? We're not even we're halfway through the year now, basically, not even. And uh, well, if you think over 400 major ones, you're correct. Maybe you should go to Vegas. Data compromises are up to uh, are up 14% from just last year and are impacting more than 20 million Americans. Some of the most lucrative pieces of data cyber thieves uh, want to steal are social security numbers, Gmail logins and passwords, and even driver's licenses. 
It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day, we put our information at risk on the internet, and that's why LifeLock is here. They can't catch everything. No one can. But they can monitor things better than you can on your own. And if you do become a victim, their restoration specialists can work with you to help you fix the problem quickly. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can help protect what is yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. You can call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. I mean, why wouldn't you want to protect yourself, especially with 25% off with a promo code BECK at LifeLock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. And don't forget to use the promo code GLEN for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. It's Pat and Stu on Glenn Beck program. Uh, we were just kind of about to get into this sign that was being carried by an abortion supporter over the weekend. If my uterus shot bullets, would it have more rights? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a pretty special uterus at that point. I will say so that yes, uterus sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think it would. I think we should make that the president. I think if your uterus can shoot bullets, it should be. It's the president it's of the, the United president. States, mm-hmm. just automatically. I, I would support a constitutional amendment <laughs> uh, to that effect. <laughs> that's just me, though. Yeah, that's no, not, that's me too. And here's the problem, Pat. It's not currently in the Constitution. And that's kind of the thing yeah. you bump into here with these brilliant points from the left over right. and over About and over gun again. rights as opposed to abortion rights. Yeah. One is in the Constitution. The other, not so much. And this is the problem. So This is the fundamental misunderstanding with your brilliance, guys. <laughs> when you tweet... And they really do think they're on to something They really there. do. Cause, you know, and the only reason they do, Pat, is because these two <laughs> rulings came down one after another in two two straight days. Right. So it's just in their very shallow brains still. They mm. remember the Supreme Court said something about guns they didn't like yesterday, <laughs> and then abortion today. Uh-huh. So they're like, what if we tie these two things together? Guys, why do women have less rights than guns? <laughs> Woo! And then you fall, you increase your following by a hundred thousand, yeah, and you get two hundred and sixty-five thousand retweets and eight hundred thousand likes, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, "That's amazing!" And then people take screenshots and they post them on their Instagram stories, and everyone goes around and talks about what an incredible idea. Do you believe this country? Women have fewer rights than guns do. The <laughs> fundamental biggest part of the problem here, Pat, uh-huh. and and this is what the Supreme Court said. There isn't a constitutional right for abortion. Alito absolutely, specifically outlined that. It was in the opinion. Egregiously wrong from the start. Right. Okay. Not that it was a right and we took it away because we don't think women should have rights, but that the right does not not exist in the Constitution, as has been admitted for decades by not only conservative legal scholars, but also liberal ones who say, hey, we really like abortion, we really think it should be in the Constitution, uh, but it's not. Including Ruth Bader Ginsburg for a really long really time. Really long time. Yeah, Ruth now, she was, Bader Ginsburg. Uh, she was a little bit, I think, uh, radicalized once she got into the Supreme Court. It took a while, but she was she turned around on it she a little bit. She was quite clear, though, at the beginning. But at the beginning, she didn't like the law. Yeah, and, and, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg! She wanted abortion, but yes. realized it was not in the Constitution. So... 
And the other side of this is the Second Amendment is in the Constitution. So the thing Mm -hmm. you don't like is in the Constitution and the thing you do like isn't in the Constitution. This Mm -hmm. is why it's hard for you to understand these things, because the left has (laughs) this understanding of constitutional Mm -hmm. law, Pat, which Mm -hmm. basically says, if I want it, it's in there. (laughs) If I don't want it, it's not in there. And that's how they judge right. all. That's how Sonia Sotomayor makes every decision. Uh, it's in there. I want it. And then mm. it's not in there. So I don't want it. It's not in there. That's the way they do it. And just to put a, a, a bit of a finer point on this one particular dumb argument about women's rights versus guns rights, women can own guns. So it's difficult to make the argument that guns have more rights than women when women can own them. And shockingly to the left, they do own them. Many women own firearms, Pat. Wow. That's a thing. Yeah. And it's hard to say like, it's like, it's like arguing, you know, a slave has more rights than its owner. It's like if, if, if party one owns party two. Party two does not have more rights than party one. That's kind of a, a good rule of thumb. Yeah. So this point in particular, while wildly popular in the so left, stupid. is so stupid. So ignorant. So stupid. So much of this went on. I mean, <sighs> it really is difficult to overstate the emotional stupidity we, we it, witnessed. Over it really is. Really is. I will say this, though, Pat. We should give credit where credit is due. Most, most of the country is not on fire right i mean a lot of it yeah, is not true. on fire now we did of course see uh, you know protest erupt into violence violence across the country we did see fox news headquarters targeted we did see fireworks shot at police yeah we did see a pro-life woman attacked we did see <clears> some <throat> journalists assaulted we did see pro-abortion protesters try to storm the arizona state capitol well, sure we saw all that we did see a firebombing or two but generally speaking the entire country is not on fire. And that's just, wow. Uh, congratulations to what the What restraint. Yeah. All the restraint is oh, incredible. I mean, yeah. they, they got something they didn't like <laughs> and for at least two days did not set the country on fire over it completely. Some yeah. of it they did, but not completely. And that's incredible. What a great job. Also, NBC News analyzed for abortion supporters the distance to the nearest open abortion clinic <laughs> really? in major cities yeah in 21 states mm-hmm. uh that either have pre-existing or pending state level abortion bans now uh get this for someone living in salt lake city it will require driving six hours and traveling roughly 335 miles oh my God. to the nearest open clinic in steamboat springs colorado no. that's inconvenient no yeah they're going to be inconvenienced to kill their baby and i I can't have that. You should be able to do it much easier than that. I think so, too. You know? Yes. You should have an abortion clinic in every neighborhood, and it should be within walking distance. Less than two blocks to an abortion clinic. Well, I mean, I remember, I'm old enough to remember when everyone had an abortion clinic in their house. You know, when you could oh, be able to those walk, days? when you'd yeah, walk right. down the hall, mm-hmm. and this is before these conservatives <laughs> got in control, but you walk down the hall. This was pre-Reagan. Yeah, right. yeah. I think he stopped it. He he I, he tried to stop it. I still have the abortion room in my house, though. Oh, you do? Yeah. And now just I no doctor. In sometimes, there? yeah. Well, now I live in Texas, Pat. <laughs> oh, yeah. And they just won't they won't allow this anymore. But Bastards. usually, you basically that that the typical house would come uh-huh. with an abortion fun room, and and in there would be the 
the doctor would just live there. Okay. You know, there'd yeah. always be a doctor wet, ready. Mm-hmm. For, just in case. Just in case. Somebody in the house got pregnant yeah. and didn't want it. You just walk down there whenever you needed to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You walk in, you get your abortion, you go back to the couch. Now, this is men or women could get the abortion, right? Well, He'd of course. Service either one. Well, can men or women get pregnant? I mean, Duh. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're talking, we met the men with the uterus, you know, okay. menstruating right. men. Yes. Menstruating men could walk right down the or hall menstruating people. Would be more correct. That's true. That's I, true. I'd be more comfortable with men. I don't even like people. men. I don't like the men in men. No, I don't. I don't like it. I think we need to get that out of there. People straighting. Women straighting. People straighting is better. You're people right. straighting. <laughs> that mm-hmm. that's the way. That's the way it used to be, Pat. And now these conservatives have <laughs> taken over and turned us into a Handmaid's Tale. Uh, this is all. This. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Handmaid's. Tale. There's another brilliant oh, observation that people use every minute of every day on social media so i've watched the handmaid's tale i've watched the series and it's it's very very well done as a you know as a production it's a you know they spent a lot of money on it it's very well acted Mm -hmm. okay you need to come up with another reference any other reference there there, there's been a lot of entertainment Mm-hmm. Over the past, let's say, century, can you pick any movie, any book, any show, anything else, a song, anything other than Handmaid's Tale? Are you Tale? saying Handmaid's Tale doesn't fit their narrative? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? They think it does. I know. And it's bizarre to think that they would because, uh, you know, like, for example, they're like, oh, we're going to go back to the pre-Roe days. We're going to go back to <laughs> mm-hmm. pre-1973. Actually, there was many more states that banned it then. Which shows you it's not a constitutional right. Right. Because three, when they passed the 14th Amendment, that they Mm -hmm. based this ridiculous Roe versus Wade ruling on, three quarters of states banned it entirely. (laughs) And they're like, well, that's what they meant. They wanted to have abortion as a right. Really, did they? Why would they not address that then when three quarters of states had banned it entirely when they passed the amendment? Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, Gorsuch made that point very clearly. But like... We're going to a place that we are still going to be, we're going to have abortion available in this country at levels far more liberal, far more liberal than Europe. It might not be available. You might, Mm -hmm. as you point out, Pat, you might have have to to get in a car. Well, get this, Stu. Mm -hmm. This will shock you to your core. Okay. (laughs) Really? Yeah. To your core. Mm -hmm. From Boise, Idaho, Mm -hmm. the drive is more than 250 miles to the Walla Walla Health Center in Washington. Oh my goodness. Get this. A patient in Idaho Falls won't even be able to get to the nearest clinic approximately 290 miles away in Helena, Montana without a car. Meaning there is no bus service Wait. and you can't walk there. Wait, did well, they, you could, but it would take a while. Did they take our abortion in-house idea seriously? Where how did, did people get abortions before? Did they not drive to the clinic? Now, I will say this, Pat, the, the increasingly <laughs> abortions are done by pill many yeah. times through the mail. Yeah. So actually, I joke about having the abortion in the house, but that is happening in a lot of cases right now. Maybe the majority of cases and certainly the majority going forward in a lot of these states. Uh, where did you say the the place was in Colorado? Uh, Steamboat Springs. Steamboat, Steamboat Springs. Because mm-hmm. I'm interested because I don't even think that's true. Um, because there is an organization, now Steamboat Springs is, let's say, I mean, it's not really that close to the border of, of Colorado. Looking at it now, uh, you know, you'd have to drive a while, Pat. Well, 330 miles from Salt Lake City. However, you don't know about the new 
mobile abortion clinics they're making. No, I don't know about them. See, that's the thing. They'll come to you? They will come. They're literally doing this. This is serious. Mm-hmm. I'm, this is unlike walk down the hall and have an abortion okay. in your house with You're a doctor who lives wasn't there. Serious? <laughs> that one wasn't serious. Huh. This one is Pat. They are t- building like Winnebagos, and they're driving them to the borders of these states, so you can just hop right across the border, get your abortion, and go home the same day. Wow. And they're doing it with pills and surgical abortions. And in addition to that, Pat, they're arranging charter bus transportation and flights free flights for people to go to these areas but they're charter busing in theory they're just setting this programs up now because it just happened this weekend but they're setting up um charter buses to go from wherever you are you get on uh, on the abortion bus Mm -hmm. you know the the wheels of the bus go round and round and you drive with all your abortion uh, getting receiving friends and Mm -hmm. you you make lots of new friends hey we're all getting abortions together we got something in common (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you go and you just wipe out an entire generation of children and then come home. Wow. On the same bus. That's really convenient. It's really convenient. That's and great. that's going to be available soon to you. I know the test program for this happens to be in Colorado. Uh, that's where they're starting it. So if you happen to live around Colorado, fear not. Fear not. You can just wipe out an entire football team of kids on one bus. It's going to be great. It's going to work out wonderfully. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More coming up. This is the Glenn Beck program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. You know we're just talking about. The availability of abortions and uh, NBC News, in fact, uh, trying to help people find where they can get the, uh, an abortion uh, in the nearest city or state and all of these things. But the other thing that's going on is companies are going to cover your travel costs mm. for employees to get an abortion. It's like abortion tourism now. So uh, some of the companies that have already said, look, we'll pay for your abortion and we'll Send you to the nearest place. Give you airfare. I mean, Amazon is promising people $4,000 to get an abortion. It doesn't cost $4,000 to get an abortion or to even fly to get an abortion. (laughs) Somebody's going to be making money on that. I I know that's funny, too, because I doubt they're going to be direct payments. They're going to go probably to the employee who can say, yeah, Yeah. it costs me $4,200. Can you give me the $4,000? That'll at least defray the cost. And it'll be like $800. Right. Or they don't even get the abortion at all. Because Amazon, I got news for you is not going to be checking they're not going to ask no, for not. a note no, that not. says i mean this could be a new business for me i might i might say i'm a man i got a uterus uh-huh. don't you can't check that you can't ask me about that um so i'm a i'm a menstruating person don't uh-huh. don't worry about it and i'm pregnant i need to go get an abortion i need to travel to hawaii <laughs> and <laughs> you're gonna need to pay for that hawaii's the only place where you can get an abortion from where i am yeah and then so. I would go like 12 mm-hmm. times a year. <laughs> Once a month, I'm in Hawaii for my quote-unquote abortion. They can't ask me about pregnant again. Ah, darn it. <laughs> I am just, you, you got to I'm understand. having so much unprotected sex. I just, it's just It's just fantastic. I love it. Yeah. And so I can't it's help great. myself. So Disney will help you uh, pay for this. Dick's Disney. Sporting Goods mm. has offered uh, their employees <laughs> up to $4,000 in travel and expense reimbursement. Amazing. Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan Chase, Levi's, 
of course, what a hideous company they've become. Uh, of course, Amazon with the 4,000, uh, Starbucks, Citigroup, Yelp, Apple, Match, and Bumble. And this is just a partial list. I mean, yeah, it's going to be virtually traditional. Everybody's going to do this. It's amazing, too, how many things are not covered by health insurance from these companies that constantly are in battles with their employees about <laughs> right. when they have actual illnesses and they can't get them treated. Mm-hmm. Yet here we are with something they, they just try so hard to make this seem like it's health care and like I, look it's just that's not what it is you know I, I really do think the left and i don't want them to benefit of course but they would they, they would benefit by putting themselves back in the position that joe biden had in 2006 to say like this isn't health care it's a terrible tragedy yeah. we, we can't stand that this has to happen but sometimes we believe it should that's a bad argument in my view but it's one that would connect with a lot of people in it the would. country unlike shout your abortion and we as a company will pay for your vacation to get one. Yeah. That's uh, that's not a winning argument to the American people, I don't think. Way too extreme. 888-727-BECK. More patents too for Glenn coming up on the Glenn Beck Program. So much to get into uh, on this abortion situation and the reaction to the overturning of Roe v. Wade. We'll get into that coming up in 60 seconds. How would you like it if every time you picked up your cell phone, you're reminded not only of how much money you're saving every month because you switched to Patriot Mobile, um, or, you know, but look, it's not only that, it's that you're doing something good. What if... You could actually be working with a cell phone company that was doing something positive. Let me tell you this. This is this is behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh, my wife does some volunteering for... She was doing phone calls for some of these local school boards in Texas. You know, they've, been, they've had these problems. There's been big debates. They've been national stories where there's this back and forth between uh, the CRT sort of side of things and the people fighting against it. And, you know, we talk about Patriot Mobile donating their money. You know, you, you subscribe to Patriot Mobile, they'll take portions of your money and it'll go to good causes like that. But it's not only that. She was there making phone calls on this on this topic and they were there too. Like Patriot Mobile, they never announced it. They never talked about it. They were just, all these employees were there on, a, I believe, a work day. They just, Patriot Mobile was like, you know what, today, let's just go make phone calls on this. That's how important it is. They care. They believe in the same things you believe in. And instead of supporting somebody who is giving money to Planned Parenthood, you can support a company that will give you the best service uh, and also will help causes you believe in. 
PatriotMobile.com slash Beck is the place to go to get that service. 972-PATRIOT is the phone number. You get free activation with the offer code Beck. Veterans and first responders save even more. So make the switch today between the left, the media, and the rhinos. We need to stick together. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 972-PATRIOT. It's 972-PATRIOT. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program this week. Um, you know, something we talk about from time to time is how passionate the left is about abortion. It's fascinating. It's like a religion to them. It's more of a religion, I think, than even climate change is. Uh, they love abortion. The fact that they can kill babies uh is just so important to them and so when they perceive that they've lost that right which again they really haven't lost the right there's there's still going to be places where you can get abortions if you really want it mm-hmm. uh, but the reaction is amazing look at this woman who uh Throws a pillow down. She's got knee pads on because um, she's uh, she's very animated uh, about the Roe v. Wade decision. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Okay, That's I, just a little un- irrational. I don't want to be a flip flopper here, but in her case, she she should be able to abort her kids. Uh, you know, I just uh, I don't think any of us are arguing for her to be a parent. Uh, uh, that that's unbelievable. That's psychotic. Is that bizarre. You know, it's so weird so too weird. the performative nature of it because uh, you, you know if you're listening to radio, you can't you can only hear the screaming and the bleeping. She's in a leopard print, like, onesie thing, (laughs) leotard deal. Yeah. She's doing that. And someone else, crucially, is holding the camera. Yeah. Right? Like, this is a performance, as if they think this is a good (laughs) representation of their movement. Hey, honey, you film me while I throw a pillow down and then just go ape crap on video. How would that be? I'll just start screaming and shaking wildly, and uh, people are going to love it. They're going to love the response. Yes. Uh, amazing. <laughs> Weird. Hey, uh, Pat, let me break in here real quick uh, just to give you a little news update. We are now in the Some middle of Supreme, Court, Supreme Court time, and we have a mm-hmm. very good one yet uh, again. More good news from this court. Oh, wow. As uh, Bremerton, Kennedy versus Bremerton. This is the case of Coach Kennedy. I think, I don't know if you had him on, Pat, on, on Pat Gray Unleashed. I had him on in Studios America. We had him on here on the radio show. A coach who was, uh, who was praying at the 50-yard mm-hmm. line mm-hmm. after his games Never asking anybody to come join him. Uh, they said that he got fired for this, and they said you're not allowed. It's a separation of church and state issues. Uh, again, <laughs> something ridiculous. that's not in the U.S. Constitution. <laughs> Another thing that isn't in the yeah. U.S. Constitution. Right. Uh, but uh, that one was written by Gorsuch, a 6-3 decision, uh, as as you would expect Sotomayor, mm. Breyer, and Kagan on the wrong side of that, as they always are. But that is a big one. That was one of the three or four big ones remaining. And it goes the correct way. How do you see that any other way? Any other way. Than slapping that down. It's not. I mean, if you're a Supreme Court justice, you should know the Constitution well enough to understand separation of church and state 
is not really a thing in the United States Constitution. The only thing about the church and state is that the state shall not establish a religion. They shall not make no law establishing a religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. Yep. That's it. That's it. I mean, literally to the point, Pat, that they encouraged states to form their own state churches. Yeah. There were state churches in effect when this went on. Mm -hmm. One of the first acts of the Congress was to have a, a prayer it was a congressional, and of course, we still have congressional days of prayer from time they to time. They printed a Bible. They printed a Bible. Yeah. They, they held prayer. I mean, it's <laughs> so over the top of the other way. Yeah. And this is not even that. We're not even talking about like, oh, well, Congress should get together and pray every day on, uh, you know, on the floor of, of, you know, of the Senate or whatever. Which they do. Which they do, by the way, and still do. And <laughs> they still have they national do. days of prayer. And all this stuff still occurs. Yeah. But um, regardless but school, of that. you can't do that. This is basically a coach. Who, after the games, because he had a, a, a crazy life and decided after uh, all these games would end, he said, you know what, I, I've had gone through so much, I'm going to thank God every day. And after these games, I'm just going to go to the 50-yard line, take a knee, say a silent prayer. And you can only take a knee if it's uh, in protest right. of the United <laughs> States flag. That's the it's only amazing. way. It's the only way that's constitutional. The same people who will amazing. say Ka- Colin Kaepernick, what a has hero, a, has a right <laughs> to be able to. Now, of course, in a private business like that, he doesn't actually have a right, right. to do that. Now, I don't care if he does it. Uh, now, he can't get on the field because he's such a terrible quarterback. <laughs> but if he could get on the field, I don't necessarily care if he does it. I don't take my political advice from athletes that's oh. not the way i it works for me hmm. i try to come up, come up with those opinions on my own so they can okay. come up with their own dumb opinions all they want and express them however they want i don't care i'll just ignore them but the nfl has they can absolutely stop them from doing that if they want to mm-hmm. uh but however like i guess you're able to fire a coach for just taking a knee and praying that's just not Amazing. true this first amendment the freedom of religion does not stop at your door does not stop at the door of the church Mm -hmm. it is something you're able to do just like we just learned or at least the left just learned with the second amendment the second amendment also doesn't stop at your front door that's not where that right ends it is a right and Hmm. you can carry your gun around uh and they shall issue it to you uh that permit so anyway long story short uh that is a big case probably one of the biggest ones remaining uh that you are apparently uh, yeah, you do have some religious liberty. This court, I will say, has been good on these issues. And people, uh, mm. let me give credit where credit is due as well for, to First Liberty Institute. Friends of, of the show, uh, you know, all, all those guys over there, Jeremy Dice and, you know, the whole crew has done such a great job in, in being relentless, pushing for religious liberty and for mm-hmm. the court to respect it and this was you know this was their case i mean they they argued it in front of the supreme court uh, they they've shepherded this thing through all the way and did an incredible thing they've made a real difference you know well there's been a lot of criticism of conservatism of originalism of the conservative legal project in general oh we don't get enough results eh. i mean it's hard to argue with this right now I, you know, this is this has been an incredible mm-hmm. achievement, and I think you look at it. Everybody from all aspects of conservatism has made this stuff possible. You know, you, you can look. We we named a, f- a few of the names: President Trump, even people like Mitch McConnell, First Liberty Institute, the Federalist Society. Mm-hmm. These are 
widely varying views in a lot of these groups, but all generally just wanted the Constitution respected. And we're seeing that happen. Yeah. It's incredible. And that's, I mean, another, as you mentioned, another great ruling. Maybe we'll get one on uh, climate change as well, which would be great. Yeah. They've got the, an environmental uh, opinion coming up. That's the, pr- I mean. Is that going to happen today? It may. There's, so we just got <clears throat> another one is Concepcion, which we'll go through here in a minute. Um, but not, EPA versus West Virginia is the, I don't know, maybe the biggest one I'm looking at uh, right now. Um, because that one, I think, will. They might save that till what, they, Thursday or Friday or something. You know, again, who knows? Yeah. I will say they are always up for they, surprises, yeah, aren't they? Like Friday. Yeah. That was a big surprise. Yeah. I thought that would be the last one they announced. And that's like a traditional thing. They leave these these sort of uh, controversial ones to the last day, mm-hmm. uh, but that's not a rule. Like they can right. They do can that. do it whenever whenever they want. We do know that we have at least one more coming here <clears throat> as we speaking um, as we're sitting here. Um, and it looks like this one was okay. Well, we'll go through we'll go through the whole this whole thing in just a minute because we're running late already. But uh, this was uh, we at least have one more coming today. Now, there's eight remaining coming into the day. We have two so far. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a third one at least. Now, so, does the coach, by the way, does the coach get his job back? Did they? I asked him that did in they the go interview, that far? and I can't remember what he said. I, I think he. I think he was actually open to it. It was he was an interesting guy. I don't think I'd want my job back. Yeah, I I told him I would like I I would hate these people. Yeah, right. And they they yeah. they they screwed him over. I believe in a big way. Yes, he had a totally did. different perspective on it. Like his perspective was number one, he's not like a pastor. This guy is not a religious zealot. He is not the guy who is going. You know who is like. Every time you talk to him, he's got a new scripture he's quoting. He's just like totally a normal guy who just believed wanted he to wanted pray to pray. Like huh. it, it was, he's not like, you know, what you would think of when you think of a guy standing up at the Supreme Court. Did they warn him or ask him to do this somewhere else? Yeah. Yeah. They, so what initially he started, if I'm remembering the story right, I think I am. Initially, he started doing it by himself at the 50 yard line. Oh, and, did the team join him? And then the team oh, no. saw him do it. What a terrible influence. And said, coach, can we come <laughs> pray with you? And he's like, yeah, sure, sure, of course. It's America. Yeah. So he went, took a knee at the 50-yard line. He started, Some of the players started gathering. I remember Over that. Over time, yeah. even the other teams would start coming and gathering at, at the center of no, the field. No, it's unacceptable because you got a whole bunch of people praying. We can't have that. So. Not on government school grounds. Th- now, that's a terrible point and not true, but. <laughs> That's what they said. And the school came to him and said, look, we know, we know, we love you and everything, but you can't do it because people, everyone's, uh, you can't bring other people involved because people are worried that you'll have influence over them. And he said, you know what? Okay. I will tell my team not to come out. So he told them, look, you guys can't come with me and pray out in the center because it's a big controversial thing. So then he went out and started doing it by himself again and they still fired him. Oh man. So wow. he was only doing it by himself and specifically wow. asked for other people not to join. And um, But his opinion seemed to be closer to, look, I don't think they wanted to do this to me. They just felt they had to. I think that was really how he took it. Which, I think he again, still shows the ignorance yeah. in this country yeah. about things that are not in the United States Constitution. They're such ignorance. Such ignorance. And just because people say it over and over and over that there's separation of church and state, separation of church and state. So people get into this little world where I'm sorry, you can't <clears throat> you can't bring religion into this anywhere on school grounds. Well, what? What are you talking about? Of course I can. But that's not the perception. 
And the perception has been reality for a long time, and hopefully this decision will change that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a big deal. That's it a big deal. Really, religious is. liberty is really doing well right now. And I think you know, I'm hoping for one of the big things I'm hoping for is that many more of these cases, and hopefully a definitive one, gets to the Supreme Court as it relates to not just uh, <clears throat> not just church, but churches specifically when it comes to all the COVID restrictions. You know, the fact oh, that they yeah. were trying to force churches yeah. to close down. You have absolutely not just trying. They did. They did. They did. I just don't think they did it legally. And no, I don't we've either. We've seen low, some lower courts have issues with them and get, and get some of that stuff overturned. First Liberty worked on that stuff as well. Yeah. But I would like to see one of these things go up to the to the to the Supreme Court level and have Me it too. be very clear that the government can make recommendations. They can say, "Hey, this is what we think you should do. Here's our best health advice. Here's what our experts are saying." And all that's fine. They can do all that stuff. They cannot stop you. They cannot stop you from opening your business. I don't think that should happen either, but certainly when it comes to a, a, a house of worship, the right. government absolutely should not be able to do that. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, look, most churches went along with the advice and just decided, look, I, we think this is the best thing. And that's totally fine, too. If they want, if that's what they believe mm-hmm. the decision is, they, they can make that decision. But the government cannot enforce that. Absolutely not. It's, it's insanity. And the, the whole theory is so upside down. Like, the state needs to be protected from religion. No, that wasn't the founder's problem. The problem was religion being protected from the state. That's what they were concerned with, and that's what they were trying to do. And this ruling helps along those lines. 888-727-BECK. More Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Fascinating lineup on the second decision. We'll get to it here in just a second. Strange bedful of fellows on this one. Uh, The country is facing an extremely significant slowdown as we move closer and closer to the brink of recession. Everything costs more lately, and it's not going to get better anytime soon. So what do you do? Do you have a plan yet? Do you know what you're going to do? Uh, You need to be saving money anywhere and everywhere that you can. And one of the best ways to do that is to give American Financing a call. Let their salary-based consultants give you a free mortgage review. Why not? Once they do that, they'll know all of your options. They can lay them out for you. I've worked with them before. That's what they do. They say, okay, you got option A, option B, option C. What do you think? Um, Talking about everything from paying off high interest debt, shortening loan terms. You can access cash from your equity. Tons of possibilities. And with the mortgage rates only going up from here, man, it seems like a good time to get this done if you haven't already. If you start soon, you could close in as little as 10 days. Why not learn more? Call American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net, 10 seconds, station ID. That's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, so, another ruling? Is, yeah, this is the Concepcion case. Um, okay. Now, it's about sentencing guidelines, basically. Can you sentence to someone to a reduced sentence? Mm. I, there's not. We don't really need to get into all the details on the case. But I will say, the, the lineup is fascinating. It is, uh, Sotomayor wrote the opinion. Okay, so, all right, all right Sotomayor, mm-hmm. usually going to be terrible. Sotomayor, Breyer, and Kagan, as you'd expect, grouped together, as they seem to always do. There's never really much exception from that. Every once in a while, you'll see Kagan stray, but that's... It's rare, rare. but it does happen. It does occasionally happen. Who joined them? What two, what two from the conservative side 
joined the three liberals in this case. John Roberts. <laughs> You'd say John Roberts and... And uh, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh would be the two that Kavanaugh. I would say. Yeah. Prob- they mm-hmm. seem to be the two centrist ju- uh, judges. Yeah. Uh, no, not in this one. Sotomayor, Breyer and Kagan, plus Gorsuch and Clarence Thomas. Oh my gosh. Now that is a weird really? five right there. <laughs> That is a that weird five. Is wow. Yeah. So uh, that's so you got wow. that one, and we do have at least one more coming. Um, and uh, do we know we'll which one it is? See. Do we have the next one yet? No. Uh, oh, it's Ron. Uh, this is one I looked at the other day, and I'm gonna have to refresh my memory on what it is. Um, because uh, honestly, did you say it's Ron? Ron. R U A N is the name versus U S. Okay. This okay. is about a physician alleged to have prescribed controlled substances outside the usual course of professional practice, oh. maybe convicted of unlawful distribution without regard mm-hmm. to whether in good faith he reasonably believed mm-hmm. that his prescriptions fall within the course of professional this practice. This one's going to burn down the country. Yeah, this is down the, on the, the riots side. are starting on yeah. this one already. I don't know if you've. <laughs> If you look outside They're right now. They're pissed that the ruling hasn't even happened yet. Like, uh, but, Ron! And they, <laughs> what? Look for that sort of graffiti on all on, you know walls of burned buildings here coming soon. Uh, does seem to be yeah. a unanimous decision. Uh, a unanimous. Un- yes, Justice Breyer mm. wrote it. And uh, that is it for today. Okay. Looks like. So, yes. So, that'll give us down to, I think, five remaining for next week. We Including will have decision the EPA days. one, which is... A big EPA, one. also uh, remain in Mexico, bo- uh, Trump border policy oh. is is another big one on the docket. Oh, uh, that's another one. That's, wow. Because Biden wants to get rid of it. And so far, the lower courts have said you can't. You don't have you don't you don't have any justification for that. So as of right now, it, it, uh, it remains a very controversial one and one that the left is really looking at closely. Of course, after this session, I think we're really going to have to fight off packing the court. The court packing thing is really going to become an issue because they've lost several big decisions here during this session oh yeah so what they're going to want to do is add a whole bunch of liberals to the court and you know stack it with 13 justices and oh uh, elizabeth warren said as much today yeah very over the weekend she did and you know this is what the left does when they lose the popular vote uh, or win the popular vote but lose the electoral college they call for repealing the electoral college when they can't get their judges through with 60 votes they say let's lower it to 50 ask harry reed about that one in yep. 2013 which led to what we saw this uh, on friday uh you know this is what they do when they don't get what they want they just try to go around it they never try to just win within the rules but you look at this ruling roe versus wade conservatives won within the rules they just they sure used did. the electoral process over many years and decades they fought with activism they did everything they could they at the very you know at league you know at law school well those levels developing conservative legal scholars and it finally paid off amazing the glenn back program so how important is your identity to you? We know it's very important to so many people these days. But your identity, especially when you're talking online financially, is a big, big worry. I mean, it not only stands as a protective wall between everything you have financially and, of course, cyber criminals. It also says who you are in the community, what level of credibility you have. With a tiny slip of information, it doesn't have to be much. 
All of it can be taken away in an instant. And it's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Every day we put our information at risk on the internet. And that's what LifeLock is here for. They can't catch everything. Nobody can. But they can monitor things better than you can on your own. Much better. And if you do become a victim, their restoration specialists can help uh, you, you know, work through all the craziness that ensues. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can help protect what is yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. It's 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. You can use the promo code BECK for 25% off. Cybercrime is going crazy right now. You need to protect yourself and your identity with LifeLock. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK for 25% off. I would love it if you check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday from 7 to 9 Eastern. Uh, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcast. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. What are we, a week from the 4th of July, right? It's next Monday. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Have it fast. Uh, if you, you still have a, a chance to get the greatest cookie on earth, uh, if you want, mm-hmm. by the 4th of July, mm-hmm. uh, we can guarantee delivery if you order today from Kexi.com. Today's the day. Today's the day. Yeah. I will say I've had this last batch of cookies you've produced. Yeah. Your, I mean, just with the salted caramel and yeah. mm -hmm, The mm -hmm. one, uh, the the one that I fell absolutely in love with. Now they're all really great, but Mm -hmm. the the one that I had a special uh, relationship with was the coconut cream. (laughs) Oh. Oh my! I just love that thing. I did not expect. I mean, it was just fantastic. That's great. It's the best one uh, that I've had in a while. I love it. I, I got to stay away from them. And by the way, that's that's available. Uh, just go to kexi.com to order yours. Uh, we've been discussing the incredible insanity coming out of the left since the verdict. And, you know, we were warned. We've been warned for the last. How long has it been since the verdict was leaked? Like three months? A couple months, and, yeah. And we, we've been warned the whole time to expect violence from both sides. And we were all... Wait, wait. Why would why would we on the right uh, go out and you know overturn cop cars and set <laughs> buildings on fire? Why would we do that? Well, when we like this ruling, maybe you forgot about January six. <laughs> no, I didn't. But what does that have to do with anything? That's, well, that's how, just who you people yeah, are. That's really, and that's one of the reasons why January six really pisses me off. Me because too. Now they have this one they, thing to point yes. To. <laughs> They've got two things. They have Charlottesville yes, at January. and January 6th. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. You know, I mean, like, conserv- like you know, obviously there have been over the years, uh, unfortunately, a couple of high profile abortion protester types that have done really mm-hmm. terrible things mm-hmm. and have been immediately condemned, uh, condemned by every yep. single person I've ever known on the right. Yep. You know, Eric Rudolph and, uh, oh. you know, the, 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 the Kansas, uh, abortion killer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a couple of incidents. I would not deny that there have been a couple. It's been very, very limited over the course of a 50 year battle to say very save, limited, when, especially when the stakes are 65 million lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you think of how, how, what a, a life and death situation this is, I mean, in some ways, you're surprised there hasn't been more terrible behavior. Uh, it's really been done, as we Very mentioned true. before the break, within the bounds of the system, exactly the way it's supposed to be done. Yeah. You know, you have, you elect people, you, you, ha- but before that, long before that, there was a, a, a long-term grooming of conservative legal scholars, activists who fought 
every day who did things like the uh, the the March for Life, right? Yeah. Year after year after year, mm-hmm. gathered when it seemed completely hopeless. Yes, uh, to the and point we believed it was when you turn on your favorite conservative talk show and you'd hear Pat Gray and Stubergear telling you it's completely hopeless. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really believe it was that dire, but I never thought I would see the day. No, uh, where uh, Roe versus Wade was even overturned, and there's a lot more to do on this on this fight i mean it doesn't mm-hmm. you know we really have prevented no abortions at this point when it's important to to be clear mm-hmm. it just gives you the opportunity to argue for these things and in some of these states now some of these abortions will not occur and that's that's great news to me that means there will be people who will be alive will have a chance at life that did not previously and i don't know how i don't know yeah. how you can be fighting on the other side of that battle frankly i don't either and they fight hard hard they, they fight hard it. and they make it they make it an issue of race when we want to prevent abortions in minority areas, you know, mm-hmm. 80% of abortion clinics are in predominantly black areas, black and Hispanic. Yeah. 80%. Jeez, and to me, that's awful. That says, okay, we want to abort and kill as many minorities as we possibly can. Yeah. I mean, well, we are saying, no, stop that. Let those people live. Let them live. Yeah. And somehow we're the racists. It's incre- it really is incredible the, how that Bizarre. how this has been spun. I mean, and you listen Bizarre. to the, the coverage of this, which is not every major media organization sent reporters to abortion clinics that found out about the ruling and then had to call quote unquote patients mm-hmm. uh, to tell them they could not come in because Roe versus Wade was overturned and now abortions are illegal in their state, and them crying and sobbing about how they want to help these poor women kill their children why can we not please let us do it please it's so sad what a sad day and it's like is there no no awareness in the press that the other side exists to this story i guess not they don't seem to have any interest in it and you know one of the reasons that the black population has stayed in this country between 12 and 14 percent for a hundred years is because of abortion is because they're really hard. they're uh, disproportionately aborted more than whites, mm-hmm. and we want that to stop. Yeah, and you know we we and you know who doesn't want it to stop the left, the left, and Margaret Sanger Democrats. at the beginning of all this. This is why she started Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. in the beginning, and it's been so successful. Look how successful it's been, and they love her, they adore her, they worship at the altar of Planned Parenthood mm-hmm. and abortion. It's freakish. And there's just simply no way to get around it for the left that you can call us racist for a hundred different things. And they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll call us racist for affirm. There's a big case that's going to be coming in the next session on affirmative action. And I think there's a good chance that that gets limited mm-hmm. in a major way by this court. And it should. Mm-hmm. You should not be making decisions by skin color. That's something that we used to all agree on and is now apparently wrong. But you can call us racist for a hundred different things. What we want the minimum wage level to be what uh you think you know uh voter id all yeah. these ridiculous things Jeez. they call us racist for but the bottom line to all of this is if you implemented every single one of our policies limiting welfare mm. spending uh voter id uh, affirmative action all these things all to the conservative utopia what the end result of all those policies would be is tens of millions of minorities alive today that right. are and no thriving. longer alive and thriving some of them might not be thriving some of them 
but more than are thriving now would be thriving because of the policies. And they'd all have a freaking chance, <clears throat> yep. right? You know, yep. like some of them will be doctors. Some of them will be mm-hmm. astronauts. Some of mm-hmm. them will solve uh, society's great problems. Some of them will be crappy waiters at Chili's that screw up your order. Mm-hmm. Some of them will be the guy that cuts you off in traffic. <laughs> Some of them will be career criminals, but all of them deserve a chance to live their lives. You don't get to make this decision in advance for them. They get to make those decisions. Yep. They might wind up screwing their life up entirely. A lot of us do, mm-hmm. but you still get that chance. I'm fascinated at the idea that it's better for society that people should just be executed before they've done anything. Before they've taken their first breath outside the womb, let's kill them because they might be a drain on society. What the hell kind of philosophy is that? That is mm. freaking psychotic. It's a eugenics philosophy. Yeah. And that's what it was based on. Fostered by Margaret Sanger. That's what it was based on. And you know what? You look at white supremacy groups today and they are not pro-life. White supremacy mm. groups support the right to abortion. And they will explicitly tell you the reason they do is because they like the fact that black and Hispanic babies keep getting aborted. Disproportionately. Disproportionately. Yeah. They like it. So if you want to be on the side of white supremacy and also not coincidentally the Democrats, because they've been lined up for generations, mm-hmm. hop on board to that pro-choice movement. It's, it's working out well. It's working out well if that is your philosophy to life. But in reality, I don't understand how anyone can support this craziness. I don't either. Especially see it as the empathetic view. There's a column in the New York Times today by someone named uh, Pamela Paul. She's an opinion columnist there. And let me just give you this, how it starts. As the 4th of July looms with its flags and its barbecues and its full-throated patriotism, I find myself mulling over the idea of American exceptionalism. What, if anything, makes this country different from other countries or from the rest of the developed world in terms of morals and our ideals? In what ways do our distinct values inform how America treats its own citizens? I land on a distinct absence of mercy. Witness the ruthless evisceration of Roe versus Wade and expand oh blah, 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 blah. So how about the ruthless evisceration of the babies inside the womb? Yeah. Up to and including a full grown infant coming out of the birth canal and being torn apart and murdered right then and there. I mean, it's incredible. Oh, my gosh. How, how, what lack of self-awareness could you have as a human being to literally define mercy as the constitutional right for one person to kill another. That's incredible. mercy yeah, to the incredible. left. How on earth can you think that way? <laughs> I can understand you thinking the way of Joe Biden in 2006. It's a terrible tragedy. We don't want it to happen. We want it safe it's, and rare. We want it safe. We want it rare, but oh, we that's don't gone want it to completely. occur. That's gone. This is a totally different worldview mm-hmm. than that person mm-hmm. in 2006 now by the way joe biden now holds the same worldview that i just discussed from pamela paul of the new york times but it's like this idea that murdering 65 million people is mercy <laughs> is psychotic it is yeah. exactly the eugenic philosophy that led to what we saw in world war ii it's exactly that mm-hmm. it is what margaret sanger believed and has con- continued to uh, try to carry out 
against this country through Planned Parenthood Mm -hmm. and other organizations all of this time. And it is fascinating that that has been presented and continues to be presented as this empathetic thing. We're supposed to listen to abortion clinic doctors who are unable to kill children for a day and hear them sob and feel, oh mm-hmm. my gosh, these poor people now have to drive an extra hour. That's what we're supposed. That's supposed to be the empathetic yeah. side of the argument. Yeah, incredible. And just a reminder of what the left thinks of Margaret Sanger who was a eugenics person, wanted to rid the country of minorities. I admire <laughs> Margaret Sanger enormously. Mm. Oh, wow. Her courage, her tenacity, mm-hmm. eugenics. her vision. Uh-huh. Her, vision. My, vision. her vision was to eliminate part. black people in America. That was her vision. Great friends, Ellen Chesler is here, who wrote a magnificent biography of Margaret Sanger called Woman of Valor. Oh, wow. And when I think about what she did all those years ago in Brooklyn, taking on Uh archetypes, taking on attitudes and accusations flowing from all directions, Accusations I am really in awe of her. Mm, And there are a lot of lessons that we can learn from her life. Well, yeah, and Hitler did learn some of those lessons from Margaret Sanger, as a matter of fact. Uh, It's interesting to note. Uh, 888-727-BECK Stay informed Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program 888-727-BECK We've got Four cases left now that the Supreme Court is going to decide this session. Uh, one's on immigration. One's uh, basically a climate change uh, sort of issue. One has to do with Native American sovereignty. Uh, you know, because mm-hmm. they took the whole Indian nation and they put them on this reservation. How do they know? They, they took away their way of life, you know? The tomahawk, the bow and knife. They taught. Uh, they took away their native tongue. Really? Yeah. What, what do they do? What do they do? How instead, would they... they taught their English to our young. Not, not mine, but there. speaking for the for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Native Americans. And you know, so wait, maybe I... the worst part of this though. Yeah. Yeah. All the beads they made by hand. Yeah. You know where those are made nowadays? In Japan. Taiwan or China, mm-hmm. even more right. nowadays. Yeah, Bangladesh often. Bangladesh. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Vietnam. So I don't know if they're going to rule on that aspect of it. Yeah, but, I um, think they will. I, I've always found it interesting because you've, you've said something similar to that many times, Pat. And I've have always, I? I will, yeah, huh. yeah, I don't know if you know that. I don't remember doing that. And I've always, I've always interested in the, as how the Native American in this situation mm-hmm. would define their way of life as a mohawk. <laughs> or, or a, 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 a tomahawk. A tomahawk. And a bow and, and knife. And a bow and knife. It just yeah. doesn't seem like that would be... <laughs> A modern way to describe Native Americans? Yeah, and probably not how yeah. they would. Like, they wouldn't yeah, be like, hey, right. you know what defines us? Tomahawk. That's, <laughs> if I'm going to say one thing. And what about your bow? And, <laughs> your, and, a and bow your and a knife. knife. <laughs> That's a really 
It's a pretty good point. Yeah, it is. Stu. Odd. Huh. But Weird. Anyway, that that is, of course, very much part of this case in the Supreme yeah. Court. They're going to be, I'm sure that's, if that does not find its way <laughs> into a dissent, I will be very surprised. Uh, what was the fourth thing? They're doing. Uh, I don't remember. And they'll, they'll either do this probably Thursday and Friday or maybe next week because it almost always ends in early July. Yeah, we, right? don't, we don't know the day yet. We don't know um, the day. Okay. Uh, this is about uh, whether Congress has the power to authorize suits against non-consenting states pursuant to its constitutional war powers. I am, Honestly, it's not one of the If that doesn't thing. go the way I want it to, <laughs> I'm going to be burning buildings down. I'm really, really pissed off about it. Yeah, I, just thinking about it make me angry. This seems like a really good approach, and I think it's working out well for the left. Yes. They're reaping yes. the rewards of this right now. This approach, see, I really do think, you know, you get the more and more psychotic you get, mm-hmm. the more you wind up winning people over to your opposition. And I do think that at times conservatives have that same issue. I and mean, we got to be careful about it because, you know, yeah. persuasion is still the name of the game here. You know, you can you can change laws all you want. You can get your memes, you know, and, and all all your, you know, slam dunk tweets out there. And that's great. But persuading people who who might agree with you is still the most important thing. It's how you win these things long-term. And I think we saw a very long 50-year battle to achieve those ends here. much more to share with you on this abortion ruling in the fallout in the aftermath uh we will get to that and much more in 60 seconds Roe versus Wade, of course, just overturned the other day. You might be thinking to yourself, you know, I'll believe I'll pack up and move to one of those red states I keep hearing about. Seems like they got the right idea. That's been kind of a common refrain over the past uh, a few years, since COVID especially. If so, we are happy to have you here in any red state, of course, but there's a whole matter of selling your home and then buying another one. If you didn't know, it can be a complicated mess, which is why it's incredibly important for you to have a good real estate agent Years ago, our own Glenn Beck, who's not with us today, uh, he will be back after his vacation, Um, but he started a company called Real Estate Agents I Trust. The whole idea was that they connect you with the best possible real estate agents, both in the area you're moving from and the area you're moving to. Uh, Whether you're moving across town or across the country, the agents they work with will do everything they can to make sure you succeed. It's a great service, and it has changed a lot of people's uh, financial transactions. And remember... This is the biggest financial transaction you may ever have in your entire life, so it's really important. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name kind of says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Just a quick note here um, about CNN. Hopefully, 
things are going to change there. I mean, that's the big rumor that they're going to get rid of. They're going to clean house. All these biased jur- so-called journalists uh, are apparently on their way out. Uh, I mean, that's the rumor they keep saying. And I, and I heard it was going to happen in the spring. It didn't. Maybe it'll happen in summer. Who knows? But Jake Tapper, who used to be a pretty reliable journalist, kind of did the same thing to both sides. Uh, he was just interviewing Boris Johnson, the prime minister in uh, Great Britain, and seemed to be trying desperately to get him to bash the United States. Uh Tapper asked if he's worried about a decline of democracy in America. How can there be a decline of democracy when we don't have a democracy? This is just one of my pet peeves. I can't take it. Uh, But Tapper claimed his international friends are voicing concern, and I'll bet he has so many international friends. But they're voicing concerns that American democracy is eroding Boris Johnson promptly dismissed these concerns, which kind of surprises me. Uh, When I talk to friends in Canada, the UK, Australia, and elsewhere, people express concern about the United States, Tapper said, in terms of our ability and our institutions to thrive and continue after what happened with the election of 2020. What happened? Some people believe it's a fraud, and so our democracy is in trouble. Well, then there was, of course, one six, the day democracy almost died. But Tapper said they're worried that democracy is on life support in the United States. Are you worried at all? No, Johnson immediately replied. You're not? I want to say this to the people of the United States, Johnson said. I'm not. I guess uh, get back to what I've been trying to say to you. Throughout this interview, I think it appears that the death of democracy in the United States grossly, grossly exaggerated. America is a shining city on a hill. That's the uh, Ron Reagan description. Mm. And it will continue to be so, he said. That kind of surprises me coming from him. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Let's go to uh, Ryan in Massachusetts. Hey, Ryan, you're on the Glenn Beck program with Pat and Stu. How are we doing? Good. Very good. I just wanted to comment. I know it's kind of late in the show now, uh, but on the church situation, mm-hmm. um, we, uh, you know, of course, we have a rhino for a governor here in Massachusetts, uh, and he had ordered that all uh, worship services be ceased because of COVID. Um, our church never did. We stayed, we maintained being open until we did have a small little COVID issue we did. And then we shut down for two weeks to make sure that we were doing our part, but um, we weren't doing it because the government told us to. And uh, I have a good passive friend of mine in Worcester, Mass, uh, who runs uh, the Adam Square Baptist Church. And um, they were going so far to shut him down as to having mounted police, uh, police cruisers outside of his church before and after church services. Um, mm. And of course, it didn't make national news. You know, uh, of course. why would it? Why would a, a pastor standing up saying people need God, people need Jesus now, not uh, not to sit at home by themselves, be isolated, uh, where Satan can attack them? Uh, but he, he he took a stand. Um, now, I also wanted to add that this pastor 
was a convicted felon. Um, and he's actually since um, had his entire slate pretty much wiped clean uh, from the governor in New Hampshire. And it's completely changed his life. Um, but his, his point was uh, people at this point still needed to be able to be in church. And, and, and the government shouldn't be able to say whether churches could maintain being open or closed. Right. It was a, a personal choice if we wanted to go into church and expose mm. ourselves to other people who may have COVID. Yeah, this is and, um, basic, right? I mean, this yeah. is it, it, when mm-hmm. it comes to this country, this should not be controversial. You, the controversial decision might come from the church to stay open in a situation mm-hmm. like this. You might say, "Hey, you guys are not uh, respecting your congregation. You should take this thing online for a few weeks." You can absolutely mm-hmm. make that argument. Many churches did, by the way. They, most mm-hmm. churches did wind up taking some sort of delay mm-hmm. and putting it online. But like the idea that the the government can step in and stop a worship service. I would argue literally under any circumstance. I don't think there's any circumstance whatsoever that the government can be involved in that. They can take on in behavior that's uh, illegal. Like if they're sacrificing human beings inside the church, they could do something about that. Uh, but like, that's, you know, that, that's really the extent of it. You can't tell a church to not operate. That right. is not something you can do. It's un-American, unconstitutional. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it. Uh, now, you, I mean, there's exceptions to that, there is. right? Because what if, what if some people enter the U.S. Capitol building and start milling around and parading? Then should you close churches? No. You'd agree with that, wouldn't you? Because, I mean, that is a crisis that you, you almost can't overcome. Really? Because yeah. I feel like you, you can overcome it. We really? have pretty huh. well, actually. Yeah, It wow. was a crisis for a couple, I mean, a couple hours there. Yeah. That was pretty bad. And then, you know, like three hours later, they, the government did its business anyway. I've always wondered, okay, let's say that these insurrectionists were entirely successful in what they did. Right. How would that even overturn our no? It wouldn't. <laughs> Republic. It wouldn't. That's why I really don't it like the wouldn't. word insurrection. Yeah, it's right. stupid. Uh, like there, uh, when it's just, uh, talking about the riots specifically, like it does, it's just not a good description of what occurred there. What yeah. what occurred there was a riot. Yes, you know. There, yes, it does seem like there were a few people in that crowd that had other aims, but with and no, a lot of those people were probably Antifa douchebags maybe i mean i i do think that there were people on the on the you know the, the yeah some the, people the, got carried away the proud boys sort of side of yeah. things and certainly not even all the proud boys but like some of them seemingly there are communications that show that they really did want to mm-hmm. try to do something crazy there that day and had some planning to it although we just came out just this weekend came out that uh tario who's the guy who was running the Pr- proud boys at the time uh, had a meeting with the Proud Boys and said, don't cross police lines. Oh, wow. Now, really, it, it seems like some of the Proud Boys didn't agree with that or didn't go along with it. Yeah, and they went anyway. But went anyway. Uh, but but the bottom line was there, there very, may very well have been some people in that crowd that did, did have those aims. But like, what is so, what does it mean? <laughs> like, I, you know, it, I don't, those people should be prosecuted for that. That's what it means. The people who mm-hmm. try to actually overthrow the government, whether they had any rational basis for success or not, should still be punished. People who attacked police officers, 100%, easy for me to say, should be punished to the fullest extent of the law. Uh, people who, you know, there were a lot of people who, 
who meandered in and meandered out and didn't do anything. Uh, was that a good idea? And still got prosecuted. Still got so prosecuted. Yeah. yeah. Was that a good idea? No, I mean, I think you, you probably should have, you probably should have known though. I mean, as, as many of them have pointed out, like we walked up to the doors and the police officers were like standing there letting us in. Mm-hmm. So we didn't think it was that big of a deal. I can understand mm-hmm. how that might happen in the middle of the chaos. Some of it, I don't understand. I mean, like there's obviously video of people smashing through windows those people knew they weren't allowed in right like, like yes. we know yeah. some of this stuff would i, I don't want to downplay the the day it was bad mm-hmm. but the left has brought it to ridiculous ridiculous yes. lengths right and uh, what they're trying to do with this commission largely is silly where, where do you stand on the idea uh, trump basically came up and said hey we shouldn't have abandoned this commission we shouldn't have taken the republicans off the commission because now mm-hmm. there's nobody pushing back. There's nobody giving the other side. There's nobody asking tough questions. Yeah. It seems, it does seem like that probably was a mistake. I, I don't yeah. know at the time I remember Trump ex- uh, complaining about it, but it, at the time, it, it is a, it does seem to be a mistake here. There's no, there's no other side. There's no Jim Jordan. Now they took Jim Jordan off the commission, but like there's no, there's none of those figures sitting there and being like, wait, what about this? What about this? What about this? Yeah. There's none of it. There's no pushback. Uh, that, that, yeah. that's, 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 you know, probably not a good idea. I know my group, Ashamed Men, mm-hmm. uh, got our wires crossed a little bit. Okay. And instead of going to D.C., we wound up in Pocatello, Idaho. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Ashamed and, Men as opposed to the Proud Boys. You're right. the Ashamed Men. Yes. And you guys went to Idaho? Yeah, Pocatello. Really? Specifically. Yeah. And then suddenly realized, well, there's not even a Capitol building here because <laughs> this isn't the Capitol. So I think we got our wires crossed a little bit. You, I will say, you and, guys are a pretty crappy organization. I don't, I don't mean to be are, offensive to you, but you know, ashamed men have to have some outlet, don't they? I don't know. No, I don't. You don't think so? I don't think so. I think All they right. do. It's just on the internet in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's go to uh, Dakota in Indiana. Hey, Dakota, you're on the Glenn Beck program. How are you guys doing this afternoon? Good. It's only morning oh, so where you guys are, mm-hmm. Well, I guess it's still it's still eleven. So yeah. My bad. yeah, yeah. All right, um, go ahead. A call about the um, Supreme Court case of Dubs mm-hmm. and Roe versus Wade. A lot of the states that have these trigger laws going on, there are also states that state that an abortion is also it's considered an abortion if you are carrying a baby and you miscarry and that baby has to be medically removed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the people that I have spoken to since this case has come out are traditionally vote conservative, but that's where they draw the line is because these states aren't, and nobody's talking about that. They still qualify that as a, an abortion, but yeah, it's not. It's not. Any of that. Yeah, obviously. They need to be, appreciate yeah. the call, Dakota. Uh, they need to be careful about that. Yes. Some of the laws do need to be careful about that. For example, I know for a fact uh, the Arkansas law is written with that as a specific uh, exception. Right. A miscarriage. A miscarriage and then the removal. That's a specific exception in the Arkansas law. I believe most of these states are treating it that way. There may be a state or two that is not uh, not because they intentionally are trying to, you know, make that a criminal activity. They just didn't write the law as clearly as they should have hmm. and that will be corrected by these states i don't think they're gonna have any problem with that I, I, you but know. if they don't correct it of course that's going to be used against the right yeah. in this ruling this is what we're hearing right now which is the, we're, the fear-mongering on top of this right mm-hmm. uh, a, a big focus of this is what clarence thomas wrote in his concurring opinion 
which basically said, look, what we did to come up with Roe versus Wade was insane. We just created these rights out of thin air. We've done this in a bunch of other uh, cases either as well. And we should go back and address those like contraception, like uh, gay marriage. We should go back and and address these uh, like um, the anti-sodomy law that was in Texas. We should go back and and readdress these. Now, he's not making the argument that any of these things individually are bad or wrong or should not be legal. He's just saying the case as decided was terrible legal precedent. And we can't just ignore that. However, we should point out they have one vote for that. One. Now, it might very, I think it is the correct legal argument without question. You can't just manufacture law. All those those rulings were poor legally. The, 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 the judicial mm-hmm. basis for it was poor. But that doesn't mean that there's an appetite to go back and investigate those cases and overturn them. The only, literally, they got one vote for that. They also got two votes of the six, basically came out and said, we're not doing this at all. That was Roberts and Kavanaugh. And in Mm. the main opinion, it said, this has nothing to do with those other cases. Like they specifically came out and said- only abortion. Yet yet if you Alito made that really clear. Alito was very clear. Thomas said, look- I agree it's only abortion in this case. I think we should go farther. He's the only vote on the Supreme Court for that. The only one. Mm. And I think, honestly, he's correct when it comes to a legal standard. But, you know, that's it's just not happening right now. Yeah. 888-727-BECK. More Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up. Uh, You know, one of the things that the left is screaming about is, uh, oh, okay, well, watch out uh, same-sex marriages because you're next. Watch out trans people because you're next after that. They're just going to put you in prison. Fear-mongering. Fear-mongering. This is just fear-mongering. You know, Clarence Thomas, again, is the only vote for this right now. Again, I think... He's setting this up and saying, like, look, long term, we should move this way as conservatives because we know every conservative legal scholar knows these decisions were decided improperly. That doesn't mean the under uh, uh, the 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 foundational uh, policy there is wrong. Like if we went back to the the contraception case and overturned it. Mm -hmm. What would happen is every state in the union would allow contraception. Almost certainly. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Now, yeah. there's other you, you want to talk about gay marriage. It might get a little bit more questionable. But the state, the 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 court in and of itself they said they're not going back to, on any said of those they're cases. not going back to them and, and specifically mentioned it. Yeah, they specifically said this has nothing to do with it and does not influence that. Kavanaugh specifically said, no, we're not going there. Mm-hmm. We know Roberts isn't going there. You know, the three liberals aren't going there. So the idea that this is going to happen at least anytime soon is is crazy it's just fear-mongering mm-hmm. and most of these policies would you'd have no problem with them even if it if these legal cases the case the supreme court cases were overturned now again there'd be all sorts of problems uh that would arise from overturning them when it comes to paperwork and, and other things like that's and that's part of the reason why they're not going to do it honestly uh, you know, when it comes to like something like gay marriage, well, that's one of the reasons they're not going to do it. They know it's a terrible. Obergefell was not a good decision. It was not well argued. It was judicial activism. That does not mm. mean that they are taking a position on whether gay marriage is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. They're just saying that there's no enshrined constitutional right to it 
obviously. I mean, I, I, they could have written it into the Constitution if they wanted there to be one, right? Yeah. Obviously, there yeah. isn't a constitutional right. That being said, it may or may not be right or wrong policy. And a lot of states would just say, well, of course, it's fine. You know, let's go that way anyway. You know, this is what mm-hmm. this is one of the real, and, and Alito hit on this in, in his opinion, one of the real crimes of, uh, of uh, Roe versus Wade and several of these other opinions is it takes it out of the hands of the people. It implements this sort of top-down judicial hierarchy where you can go to the people and say, hey, we think this is right, and therefore you do it. We want it to be in there, and therefore it is. And that is not how the Constitution, (laughs) it's not supposed to be working like that. It's it's really wrong for it to be working like that. And look, the the conservative movement has spent 50 years trying to prove that and now have come to the place where they have, at least for the time being, until, until the liberals get control of the court and they reverse all of this, which I would not be surprised at all if they do. I wouldn't either. I mean, you, you think you get, you get a 5-4 liberal majority in there? You think they bring an abortion case really quickly oh, and overturn it again? Absolutely. All of a sudden, they all will. this starry decisis talk will be out of the window. Out the window. <laughs> yes. No longer do they care about precedent. <laughs> you know, I love, my, that's one of my favorite arguments on this, Pat. This overturns 50 years of precedent of a legal right to abortion. And so? What did Roe versus Wade <laughs> do then? What did it... It overturned 150 years of precedent, right? It overturned 150 years of tradition and history, uh, the rights of the states to manage this process. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes decisions are, quote, egregiously wrong from the start, end quote. (laughs) And that's what you do in those cases, correctly. Pat and Stu for Glenn, the other Glenn Beck program this week. Uh, we promised to show you some people who were very, very thoughtful over the weekend and had some brilliant things to say uh, about the Roe v. Wade situation. Uh, we've had videos of this guy before. His name is Dash Dabrowski, and uh, he's <laughs> urging people to get out and vote. That's his thing. Right hmm, it seems to always be the thing, Pat. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it does, does seem to be the thing all the time, especially from the left. When they come out and they say they have an issue, mm-hmm. how do you solve it? It's always voting for them. Vote for them. You know, and then you say, well, what's the problem? Well, it's uh, racism or it's abortion access or whatever. Mm-hmm. What do you do about that problem? You vote for Democrats. Uh, and then yeah. when Democrats get elected, did they solve the problem? No. No. It's, it's always it's worse than we thought it was. We thought it was bad before, but now it's even worse. Right. What do we do about it? Better vote for Democrats. Exactly. Is it solved yet? Well, no, it's even worse than we thought. So what do we do? We better vote for Democrats. Oh, it's that circle of grift. Uh-huh. Over and over and over again. These Works same them, idiots fall for the same things. Yeah. But this particular dash is upset uh, about Roe v. Wade being overturned. And he's tired of the videos of women crying. Uh, he was. He's very sad about that. And here's his advice. We knew this day was coming, people. We knew it when Donald Trump appointed three Republican Supreme Court justices who Actually, said no, they would we, uphold Roe v. Wade and lied under oath just so they could get confirmation and then overturn it once they came into power. Stash we knew Dabrowski. this day was coming. So what are we going to do now? What? Are we going to surrender? Are we going to say, no, it's over. We're going back to the dark ages. No, no, stop it. 
We are going to mm. show up to oh the ballot God. box That's in massive do. numbers. Massive. And we are going to make sure numbers. women's reproductive rights return to where they belong. Oh. In the hands of women. Not in the hands of six Republican Supreme Court justices. Are you with me, people? No. Are you no, with I'm me? Not. And are uh -uh. you with the Democrats? If no. you are, you better show up to vote blue this November because everything's on the line. Guess I'm okay then because oh I'm not God. with him. That was like a caricature of every social media personality <laughs> together. Yes. I've never seen that guy before. Who is he? Uh, Dash Dabrowski. Holy crap. Like He's the awesome. fake intensity. Yes. The wild hand gestures. Yes. The crazy like. The eyes that are about to pop out of his skull oh my god was that terrible is that <laughs> is this guy's a known quantity like he's been out well there? he's known to us because we've played a few of his videos okay uh that's, that's a great find i gotta say that's a great find yeah he's he's something uh some you know major problems with his uh thought process uh, there. <laughs> yeah you think um, yeah uh -huh. I, I can't I, I don't know that i can name them the one interesting part i always come <laughs> back to on this is there's this idea that you know Women's reproductive rights should be back in the hands of women, not decided by a bunch of male Supreme Court justices, Republicans in the Supreme Court. Now, of course, Amy Coney Barrett's new, so they don't include her. Now they just say they're saying, oh, Republican uh, mm -hmm. justices. But like, number one, the right of abortion, which is not a right and is not in the mm -hmm. Constitution, was mm -hmm. given to you by seven men. OK, many of them Republicans, by the way. Right. So that mm. was uh, that's number one, a Republican appointed. Uh, but it was seven men who decided on Roe versus Wade. So that the men gave that mm. right that supposedly exists to women in the first place. So if you don't want women men's hand on hands on it, well, it's a problem because then you don't have the right in the first place. That's uh that's kind of a big problem for kind this of. argument. Um yeah, and of. you know, I I I'm I'm constantly like I'm perplexed by these arguments in and of themselves. They're just silly. You know, they don't, they're, they're not thought out very well, Pat. They don't, no, they're like, not. they should take less time posting and more time reading. That would be nice. You know? Yeah. Become but, informed on the issue before you post it. I, I, I don't know. That should be kind of a thing. Yeah. And, I, you know, learn, then vote. Right? Yes. Like the order was, is important. Yes, you need it to, is. you need to do that. But I, I was uh, fascinated by this because I talked to uh, the person who wrote the bill that led to this decision. Uh, oh, on the air on Studios America. It's a great interview. You should you should go back and check it out. And and you'll and now you'd think, of course, this is obviously a white man um, that mm -hmm. has no interest in women's reproductive rights. But no, it happens to be Representative Becky Curry, who is uh, from Mississippi, who wrote the 15 week law, who uh, is a woman. Mm -hmm. you, may, you may detect that from Becky, but these days mm -hmm. it's difficult to tell on how someone might identify um, but also was a nurse who worked in a maternity ward. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And also picked 15 weeks partially because she once delivered a baby at 15 weeks and who struggled for life. And she always remembered, mm. uh, this, this, this little, little girl. So it is the story <laughs> of a woman who wrote a bill about a little girl, a baby girl who she hoped would survive. And that led to the overturning of Roe versus Wade that we tell we, that we are told is all about men implementing their will on women. Jeez, In incredible! It very. Uh, wow. Also, there's this CNN commentator uh, who's talking about some issues in her own family, and is seemingly saying that uh, perhaps these people in her family should have been aborted from the start. <laughs> 
affect uh, the, the mother okay, before, so. during, and after yep. the child. And I am not anybody to tell you what you need to do with your life or with your uterus. And because I have a family mm -hmm. with a lot of special needs kids, I have a brother who's 57 mm -hmm. and has the mental and motor skills of a one-year-old. And I know what that means financially, emotionally, physically for a family. And I know not all families can do it. And I have a step-granddaughter mm. who was born with Down syndrome. And you know what? It is very difficult in Florida to get services. It is not as mm. easy as it sounds on paper. And I've got another, another step-grandson mm. who is uh, very autistic, who has uh -oh. autism, and it is incredible. And their mothers and, their, and people who are in that society, who are in that community, will tell you that they've considered suicide because that's how difficult it is to get help because huh. that's how lonely okay. they yeah. feel so because they can't get other jobs because they have financial issues because Abortion. the care that they're able to yeah. give their Abortion. other children uh -huh. suffers and so why can i be catholic and uh. still think this is a wrong decision yeah. because yeah. i'm american you can't. Because i'm she's catholic american. inside the church i'm catholic when it comes to me she's catholic inside the church inside the church that great God, that is a great line and i'm not baptist and you have no damn right to tell them what okay. they should do with their body. I mean, Nobody uh, does. All right. God, there's so much there. Uh, there. Yeah. The Catholic inside the church is probably my favorite line of all time. <laughs> I mean, Anna Navarro is continually idiotic. I mean, she has not said anything yeah. of value, I don't think, in her entire life. But she's on these shows all the time to because she's, you know... Uh, Get put, they put an R next to her name, or they say she's a Republican strategist, which there's no real evidence she ever was a Republican strategist. <sighs> a Republican but, strategist. Right, she's one of these like Republicans uh, that comes on and does <clears throat> nothing but criticize Republicans. Like, yeah. you know the you know the yep. shtick. Obviously, it's something that she only has the R. So CNN will put her on right. to bash Republicans. Right, and and obviously she's uh, she's terrible at this. Right, yeah. so they don't want to. They have better people to argue the liberal points. Right. You could find a liberal that will make points much more coherently than her, but she gets very, she does the same thing that your Dosh Dombrowski guy does. <laughs> yeah. She stares yes. at the camera. She gets really intense. She screams over the guests. She, I mean, she had a, uh, I want to say a battle, but you know, it wasn't much of one considering the intellect of difference, but her and Jonah Goldberg where she, I mean, she just says these things. You're just like, no one could possibly believe these are good arguments. She's just an idiot. You know, she's a complete idiot. She's been an idiot mm -hmm. since day one. CNN puts her on because she just keeps saying the liberal thing over and over and over and over again. And here, the liberal thing seems to be she wants several family members executed. Yeah. Like, I, they were yeah. too much of a problem. She we wish we could get rid of them. Her brother uh, and her, was it uh, uh, nephew with, so her brother has the intellectual capacity of a one-year-old, and he's 57. Mm -hmm. She's got a Down motor syndrome and motor skills. Mm -hmm. A Down syndrome person in the family she wants gone, and a step-grandson who just has autism. All of them, I guess, should have been aborted. Would have been a lot easier on her. Right. You know, and that's the yeah. most important thing. Uh, not, not that they get a chance at life, but that it, things are easier for her. <laughs> that's, that's what's crucial here. And that is the foundation of the argument, guys. Mm -hmm. Everybody needs to realize that that is not some caricature. That's just what they think. They think it's more important for people to have easier financial lives uh, than for people to be alive. And that's really the the bottom line here. That's not I'm not um, yes. that's not me coming up with some crazy caricature. You heard no. her just say it. That's right. really what they think. They, they and they're passionate about it. How dare you limit some, my life to keep someone else alive?
Mm-hmm. Now, of course, all of these people could have been given up for adoption, right? Yeah. You could have done several other things with them, and they could still get the chance of life, and you could right. not be con- inconvenienced. Like, that, that is actually an option. <laughs> there, right. You can drop off any child at pretty much any fire station in America, and they will get to... Uh, it might not be the best life, but they will have a chance at a life. And I will tell you, a lot of people who have lived bad lives would choose those bad lives over no life at all. I think most of them would, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It really is a fascinating thing. And again, presented as this moral, empathetic right. case. We're the evil ones yeah. for trying to protect We're trying life. to limit it. But they're the great, righteous people who, I guess, just want to kill children. That's the way to go somehow. Then we have this wonderful person on TikTok who had a message <laughs> for the pro-abortion protesters this weekend. Uh, this person, I don't know their pronouns, but uh, I'm guessing they, them, uh, something like that. But they want everybody included. Just a reminder, because it seems like everyone needs it. Uh, mm-hmm. Not just women get abortions. Oh, yeah. People with uteruses get abortions. People with uteruses. Trans people get abortions, trans men. Non-binary people, people of all genders get abortions. Oh, all genders? Really? Love you. Traditional cis men get them now, too? (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that, because I know that men without a with with a uterus, which are just women who are saying they're men, (laughs) right? They're trans men, as they're called. How dare you? I'm trying to explain How dare you spew your hatred (laughs) right in my face? I just tried to explain to the... Dare you? We have a lot of right-wing listeners, Pat, and I want to make sure those haters out there understand <laughs> okay. the categories. I, of course, believe this is absolutely legitimate. A man. Um, it's a man who has a uterus, right? But some people do not understand that. So what I'm saying <laughs> is, these are people that are just women saying they're men. Now that that is not how I feel at all. But I want to make sure the the, the audience not. filled with hate mongering haters okay. understands. And all right. uh, so. So you're so we can say that a woman who mm-hmm. transitions to a man could have a baby because you know they they still have all the parts of a woman or at least many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, then, but like, can a man like I am a man? Mm-hmm. I have not transitioned from anything to anything, and don't plan to in the near future, Pat. Yeah. Now, at some mm-hmm. point, you never know when that's going to change. Obviously, very fluid. At any point, I could be like, you know what, I'm a chick today. But right so would now, you consider yourself male fluid. Then I would just expect I would just say male. Okay, you know I don't huh. think male fluid sounds all that appetizing, <laughs> so I'm gonna just skip over that and just go right to male. So I'm a male. Okay, and my <laughs> my continuing position throughout life has been uh, I'm a male, and I don't have huh. any other aspirations to transition at any point. But no matter wow, what so I transition to, I will never so have a uterus. You won't. No. So, How but do you now know she's that, saying though? even men can get abortions. Yeah. All genders, she said, could get all, abortions. All of them. All 97 Facebook genders can have abortions. So I can have one too. Yes. I'm, yes. I'm interested in this process. I'm not going to. Your ignorance astounds me. Even as you're trying to perform for the right wing kooks, they're listening. <laughs> yeah. Still, your ignorance astounds me. Mm. That hurts, Pat, but I think I deserve it. I don't yeah, know I think how you do. exactly. I think you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, 727. It's 888-727-BECK. Uh, the Glenn Beck Program.
It's two for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. He's on vacation this week. Uh, I, I hear that today we get some incredible relief from the uh, intense heat that we've been suffering. It's going to be down to all, all the way down to 95 for the high today. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, wow. I hope you brought a sweater with you to work. Outer did you, paradise. Did you bring a sweater? Because, man, I don't know how we'll deal with that. That's incredible. It's, it's, a, it's really like 114 hot. degrees cooler than it was yesterday. <laughs> it so, really has been amazing. Oh, down my here. gosh. We had an issue, a year like this in, I think it was 2011, when we first yeah, came down yeah, to yeah. Texas. And we had, a, I don't know, something like 40 or 50 straight days in Dallas where it was over 100 degrees. There was one. It was either the year we got here or the year before uh, where Dallas had, I think it was 73 straight days of 100 plus. Yeah, that might that must that's have been unacceptable. It. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's unacceptable. I was, even as a guy who com- continually complains about how cold yes. Glenn keeps the studio, it's too much. It is a lot. Oof. It's a lot to deal with, you know. And obviously, uh, that means that uh, the government should federally regulate all aspects of our society and economy. Thank you, uh, because of the fear that <laughs> thank you it, it may increase another degree in 20, 30 years, and mm-hmm. that would be the difference. You know, if it was only one oh seven. Mm-hmm. It would be fine, but it's 108 yeah, right. here, and that is... It's that extra temperature that global warming has mm-hmm. uh, is responsible for. Unacceptable. Yeah. Unacceptable. Hopefully, we can get the government to manage every aspect of our economy to deal with it, even though that still won't make a lick of difference, because no. China's not going to care. But ignore that. If you just ignore that, it makes it feel a lot better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It fixes the problem. Yeah, really fast. If you ignore it. Really fast. So... As with all problems, Pat, the best way to deal with it is to completely ignore it. Ignore it. And uh, we will see you tomorrow to ignore more big problems uh, in this country. (laughs) And on Studios America as well tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss it. Subscribe to the podcast and Pat Gray Unleashed as well. All part of Blaze TV. You can subscribe to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Back Program.